Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Welcome to our first FOMO Friday of 2024. Yes, FOMO Friday is where we love to just dispense with your fear of missing out, uh, particularly if you're not listening to propaganda media anymore, by bringing you the stories of the week that you probably should know. And from a series of articles from the Daily Wire, we, we can't have a FOMO Friday report today without mentioning the, the release of names associated with Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail today because not all the documents have been released as of yet, but the the ones that have do confirm many of the reports to this point, naming Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew multiple times. And and I will cover this topic more on Monday's podcast, and, and hopefully there will be more information and documents that have been released by that time. Well, 2024 has already begun with, well, quite a few big stories. Unfortunately, one of those stories is another school shooting. A sixth grade student was killed and four other students along with an administrator were wounded in the shooting at an Iowa high school on Thursday morning. The lone gunman, who police identified as a 17-year-old student at the school, died from what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound. This is what officials said. The gunman, who was armed with a pump-action shotgun and a small-caliber handgun, made multiple social media posts on Thursday morning before carrying out the attack, which police say uh, they are investigating. Authorities also found an uh, improvised explosive device, what they call an IED, in the high school building while conducting a a search of the area after the shooting. This is uh, Mitch uh, Mortetev, uh, which is the assistant director of Iowa's DCI. And he said this on Thursday afternoon's uh, news conference. Now, Mortetev said that the Iowa State Fire Marshal and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms had rendered the IED safe. Uh, For the victims, uh, are uh, recovering and are uh, in stable condition, while one is in critical dis- uh, condition, he said. Uh, the first report on an active shooter inside the school came at 7.37 a.m., and officers were on the scene within seven minutes. Uh, I- Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds praised the heroic actions of law enforcement, uh, which she said saved lives. Dallas County Sheriff uh, Adam Infante said earlier in the day that uh, that luckily they were there were few students and faculty in the building when the shooter opened fire since classes had not yet started. Uh, Kevin Shelley, uh, the father of a uh, 15-year-old student, uh, Xander, uh, said that his son was grazed by two bullets before hiding in a classroom and texting his dad. Uh, boy, wouldn't that be scary? The postmillennial.com um, reported that the suspect behind the Perry High School shooting has been reportedly identified as a senior at the high school. Now, we are not going to name him as per our podcast policy. While several were injured, one uh, boy, a sixth grader, was killed, as we said, and the shooting took place in the morning prior to the start of school during 
uh, a breakfast program. The Thursday morning shooting in the Iowa school around uh, 25 miles northwest of Des Moines, uh, Iowa, saw five people injured, including the school principal, Dan Marsberg, uh, Marsberger, uh, who was uh, rushed into surgery. Besides the reported death, the, the shooter appeared to have died as a result of the self-inflicted gunshot wound. And the shooter allegedly had a TikTok account where he went by the username took too much. Okay. Uh, the student's last post was him inside a bathroom stall with a duffel bag on the ground next to him. And the still uh, video featured uh, the words, now we wait with a song called stray bullets playing. The, uh, the police are investigating these assets, obviously, and the account which has been wiped by TikTok, featured an anime girl as an avatar with the uh, uh, biography only featuring the gay pride flag and identifying as a DJ. Uh, Other videos on the account uh, include the the shooter talking about getting faded uh, on Christmas or getting high, uh, having to uh, pretend gunfight uh, on a on a school playground with another person and smoking weed with the group. Uh, in one photo posted on uh, posted as part of a group, uh, he posted, "Bro, thought I was sharing my Gatorade. He's mad." Uh, accompanied with uh, trans flag emojis as well as the hashtag gender fluid. Another account shows the pronouns he they. And a Reddit account believed to belong to the shooter posted on the uh, board uh, are trans in response to the question, for those who haven't started transitioning yet, what's, you, what's holding you back? Uh, he said, I don't want to look ugly. Uh, in another post, the account said they prefer uh, that, that uh, they uh, preferred hot dogs for days uh, as opposed to uh, hamburgers uh, and uh, professed a love for my little ponies. Uh, first responders were called to the scene of the school at around uh, 737 AM. Um, and as people were just getting back after the winter break, a first responder told dispatch, uh, there was a male subject down in the hallway near room 308 with a wound that appeared to be self-inflicted. And they, uh, were said to have other victims as well. Not long after, the first responder claimed the suspect was down and deceased. Uh, Now, as as we have documented here on the podcast many times before, gun-free zones are the most dangerous places to be. Uh, Here is another case of a mentally ill individual that is confused about their gender and I am sure has been encouraged to play along with his fantasy. Uh, walking into another school with the intentions of killing as many adults and children as possible. When are we going to learn as a society? It's a good question, right? Well, another big story came down this week. Uh, Claudine Gay resigned as president of Harvard University on Tuesday in a letter the universe, uh, to the university uh, community as uh, first reported by the Harvard Crimson. Gay's reported resignation comes in the wake of numerous plagiarism allegations, as well as her controversial congressional testimony on what Harvard is doing to combat anti-Semitism on campus after uh, Hamas's attack on Israel. Quote, 
It is with a heavy heart, but a deep love for Harvard that I write to share that I will be stepping down as president. This is what Gay said in her resignation letter. This is not a decision I came to easily. Indeed, it has been difficult beyond words because I have looked forward to working with so many of you to advance the commitment to academic excellence that has propelled this great university across centuries. My deep sense of connection to Harvard and its people has made it all the more painful to witness the tensions and divisions that have ridden our community in recent months, weakening the bonds of trust and reciprocity that should be our sources of strength and support in times of crisis. This is what Gay wrote. Um, Then Gay tried to diminish the allegations. Um, she tried to, to diminish the allegations against her by came, uh, claiming that racial animus had fueled some of the criticism against her. This is what she said, quote, amidst, uh, amidst all of this, it has been uh, distressing to have doubts cast upon my co- comments to confronting hate and upon scholarly rigor to bedrock values that are fundamental to who I am and fr- and frightening to be subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by race, racial animus. This is what she wrote. Now, just so you know, <laughs> I did Google her statement here to see if she really did write it or if she stole it from someone else. I really did do that. Gay has been hit with nearly 50 allegations of plagiarism affecting eight of her 17 published works. She hasn't written a book or anything. She has 17 published works that, that, and, 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 and half of those uh, have at least 50 allegations of plagiarism. One of the, of the scholars, Gay is accused of plagiarizing Vanderbilt university professor, Carol Swain blasted Harvard in in late December for how it handled the accusations against Gay. She said, quote, I have a problem with the way Harvard has reacted to the entire situation because it seems like with the uh, assistance of some of their professors and other elites, they're trying to redefine what is plagiarism, she said. They're making the argument that there are different levels and by extension, that some of it is acceptable. That is a problem for higher education in America. Yeah, well, of course. And and of course, if, if you are a part of a marginalized, you know, a particular marginalized group, you can do no wrong. You can you can get away with plagiarism. It doesn't matter. You can be president of Harvard. It doesn't, doesn't matter as long as you're part of that marginalized group, right? Well, in December, Gay, along with the presidents of MIT and the University of Pennsylvania, uh, testified to Congress and avoided answering whether calling for genocide of Jews violated the university's code of conduct. Quote, it can be, depending on the context, this is what Gay told the lawmakers, she said such hate speech is at odds with the values of Harvard and that when that kind of speech crosses into conduct, that violates our policies. So, so hate speech can be shut out or all across their university. 
but you can you can perpetuate hate speech against Jews as long as you don't do anything physical in response with it. Several high-profile donors paused their donations, actually, to the Ivy League school, and early applications to Harvard dipped 17%, uh, according to, um, to them last month. Additionally, Congress has launched an investigation into Harvard over anti-Semitism on campus that now also includes plagiarism allegations. Gay's tenure, which <laughs> a little over six months, according to the Crimson, was the shortest in the university's history. So this is what you get when you hire someone because of the color of their skin instead of how competent they are at their job. When you just look at their race or their their gender or whatever and you say, okay, I'm hiring that person because of that instead of how competent they are, this is what you get. But just like when there is a shooting, you know, the, the liberal leftists call for for more gun restrictions, right? Every time. The, the, the usual suspects are now coming out of the woodwork over Gay's resignation. Anti-racist author Ibram X. Kendi, of course, 1619 Project author Nicole Hannah-Jones, and a number of others claimed that the long-awaited exit of Harvard University's President Claudine Gay was a coordinated racist attack, and the backlash was immediate. Kendi claimed that Gay's ouster, which of course came on the heels of her disastrous Capitol Hill testimony and multiple accusations of of plagiarism, uh, impacted more than half of of her published academic works, which we just covered, was the result of a racist mob. Yes, he said it was the result of a racist mob eagerly gunning for a black woman in a position of power. Here's the quote, quote, racist mobs won't stop until they topple all black people from positions of power and influence who are not reinforcing the structure of racism. What these racist mobs are doing should be obvious to any reporter who cares about truth or justice as opposed to conflicts and cliques, he said. Too often, mainstream reporters join the racist mob or give it credibility as they did in this case just as they did a century ago yeah that's it kendy hit hit it right on the nail hit hit the the nail right on the head all of this happened because white people are trying to take down all black people in positions of power. Wow, he really got that correct, didn't he? He later cheered the Associated Press, calling it real journalism, when the outlet identified plagiarism as a conservative weapon against academics that did not that that, that they did not like. Quote, this is journalism, getting closer to what truly happened and why. The the plagiarism allegations came not from her academic peers, but her political foes, led by conservatives who sought to oust Gay and put her career under intense scrutiny in hopes of finding a fatal flaw, he said. Well, Ben Shapiro warned the AP, well, when grifter extraordinaire Ibram X. Kendi praises your journalism, you should start thinking about another career. 
this this is quote this is bad journalism and inaccurate alleges uh, allegations were uh, first made on an academic message board the the latest round of plagiarism discoveries uh, precipitating gays firing came from an anonymous academic the um accusations came from her peers rufo and brunette um and 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 that they that they 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 were plagiarizing them. This is Mark Hemingway. This is what he pointed out. He said, "You see, only her peers are allowed to notice she was a serial plagiarist, but her peers would never do that for political reasons, as evidenced by this and other reactions. Therefore, gay should have been awarded total protection." Red. This is what Red States Bonchi explained. And, and the 1619 Project, you know, the, the author, Nicole Hannah-Jones, took a slightly, you know, veiled approach, claiming that Gay's exit was nothing less than the desired result of a well-executed plan. <laughs> yeah, quote, I love the part of the plan where they went back in time and got Claudine Gay to plagiarize a bunch of stuff, <laughs> is, what, is what he said. He said, quote, step one, encourage... PhD student professor to plagiarize numerous times. Step two, get her hired as Harvard president. Step three, have her show contempt for Jewish student safety in front of Congress. And step four, expose all previously encouraged plagiarism. Uh, another laid out, uh, th- th- another, this is, this is what they laid out as far as steps for the alleged plan, right? <laughs> I mean, it just makes absolutely no sense. But but even self-appointed congressional fire alarm, <laughs> Jamal Bowman, the Democrat uh, from New York, uh, got in on, on the action, claiming that gay's ouster was an attempt to intimidate other black men and women who aspire to positions of power. Quote, this isn't about plagiarism or anti-Semitism. This is about racism and intimidation. This makes no one safer. The only winner are fascists who bullied a brilliant and historic black woman into resignation. 2024 will be a battle for truth, democracy, and our shared humanity, he said. (laughs) Well, Dan McLaughlin summed up the situation. (laughs) He says, well, when Jamal Bowman sounds the alarm, uh, you you know what that means. <laughs> and I love I love Bowman's comment here about her her being a brilliant and historic black woman. I mean, well, I mean, he got two out of three right, right? I mean, she is black, and, and but you know those that she plagiarized might be the brilliant ones. She doesn't really appear to be that brilliant, but but he is right though too that she is historic. She is the shortest-lived president of Harvard University. <laughs> but, but anyway, but just like we talked about, okay, the Associated Press, and, and this is what's a little bit disturbing here. The Associated Press discussing the resignation of Harvard President Clyden Gay after she was accused of chronic plagiarism not only accused conservatives of using charges of plagiarism as a weapon, to you know, target leftists in, in high education, but also dis- decided to vilify white Americans by writing American history from a woke perspective, saying scalping 
was a gruesome practice taken up by white colonists who sought to eradicate Native Americans. And of course, ignoring that Native Americans were scalping long before colonists arrived, right? I mean, AP published an article titled, Harvard President's Resignation Highlights New Conservative Weapon Against Colleges, Plagiarism, <laughs> right? Reporting that conservative activist Christopher Rufo, who, along with Christopher uh, Brunette, broke uh, the, the story of gays plagiarism uh, with um, later help, of course, from from uh, another reporter, responded to the news of Gay's resignation by tweeting, scalped. <laughs> scalped as if Gay was a trophy of violence, invoking a, a gruesome practice taken up by white colonists who sought to eradicate Native, Native Americans, the AP wrote. But, but as American Heritage has, has pointed out, scalping was a practice by by Native Americans long before colonists arrived in, in, in America. Um, you know, AP acknowledged gay, gay didn't directly address the plagiarism um, accusations in a, in a campus letter announcing her resignation, but, but cited her plagiarism as shortcomings. <laughs> We're not going to address that. We're just going to call them shortcomings. Uh, reviews by conservative activists and uh, and then by a Harvard uh, committee did find multiple mm, shortcomings in, in Gay's academic uh, citations. Uh, AP quoted President Irene Mulvey of the American Association of University Professors saying she feared plagiarism investigations could be weaponized, she told AP. There is a right-wing political attack on a high edu- higher education right now which feels like an existential threat to the academic freedom that has made American higher education the envy of the world. (laughs) This, this coming from the Associated Press. Okay. Let's, let's think about this just for a second. This is the Associated Press, which is an organization that that many other press organizations uh, take their stories from. So what is the Associated Press? The Associated Press is like an organization where if you write a story, let's say I I work for a local paper somewhere and I write a story, I can upload that to the Associated Press. The Associated Press then can, you know, can take that and and people and, and other organizations, press organizations from all over the country can then take that story and reprint that story in their publication. So basically it's, it's, it's like a holding place for, for a lot of different stories. And it used to be, you know, well, it wasn't political, right? They would, you know, you, you, you couldn't, uh, they didn't push one side or another. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. But that is no longer the case. They used to be pretty good, but now they take money from organizations for favorable stories in return. Well, tomorrow will be January 6th, and as, as a fitting anniversary present, federal prosecutors requested on Tuesday that Ray Epps, of course, a mysterious January 6th figure, uh, some uh, theorize, of course, to be a federal informant, uh, be given half a year in prison for his participation in the U.S. Capitol breach in 2021. A court filing in Washington, D.C. said the government recommends the high end of the applicable guidelines range, which is six months of incarceration, one year of supervised release, 
and $500 in restitution after the 62-year-old Epps pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds. Now, Epps is reportedly set to face sentencing next Tuesday. Quote, such a sentence protects the community, promotes respect for the law, and deters future crime by imposing restrictions on Epps' liberty as a consequence of his behavior while recognizing his acceptance of responsibility for his crime, yada, yada, yada. That's that's from the prosecutor, right? Well, the 29-page filing discussed uh, how Epps, a former U.S. Marine and ex-oath keeper who questioned the, le- the legitimacy of the 2020 election, encouraged people to march on the U.S. Capitol and later joined the mob of rioters as they stormed their way through barricades onto restricted grounds in the West Plaza and participated uh, in a group push of a met- metal-framed Trump sign against law enforcement officials trying to stop their advance. Even if Epps did not physically touch law enforcement officers or go inside the building, he undoubtedly engaged in collective aggressive conduct. This is, of course, according to the prosecutors. Prosecutors also credited Epps with at least five efforts to de-escalate conflict and avoid violence between rioters and police officers, speaking uh, voluntarily with the FBI and Congress, and expressing what appears to be sincere remorse for his actions on January 6th, the the actions of others, and the danger to democracy. (laughs) In addition, they they cited the widespread impact of the conspiracy theory that he was acting as a federal agent on January 6th, a claim that the government rejected uh, that led to Epps uh, to to file a discrimination uh, or defamation lawsuit against Fox News. In December, which marked Um, 35 months since the Capitol breach, the Department of Justice said more than 1,237 defendants have been charged in nearly all 50 states in the District of Columbia over the attack on the U.S. Capitol that disrupted a joint session of the U.S. Congress in which lawmakers were meeting to certify President Joe Biden's 2020 election victory over former President Donald Trump. Hundreds of individuals have pleaded guilty or been convicted after trials, including four oath keepers on a charge of seditious conspiracy. And we've talked about that here on the podcast. And the group's founder, Stuart Rhodes, got 18 years behind bars. That wasn't a misdemeanor, and he wasn't even there. Trump, who is now seeking re-election in the 2024 uh, election, uh, despite facing his own slew of criminal uh, persecutions, Uh, including some related to the 2020 election and the U.S. Capitol breach, said in May of last year that he would likely pardon a large portion of the January 6th defendants if given a second term. It will be interesting to see if the judge goes along with the, the prosecution's recommendations here. Well, let's end on this. Disney isn't the top performing movie studio of 2023. No, Universal overtook Disney to steal the top spot from the uh, House of Mouse, (laughs) if you will, largely thanks to big hits last year, including the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, Oppenheimer, and Megan, as per uh, Variety and a Variety report. These and other 
uh, projects uh, brought in a collective almost $5 billion in worldwide ticket sales, pushing Disney to second place. And this is the first time that Disney hasn't been uh, in the highest grossing studio uh, spot since uh, 2015. Uh, Disney released 17 new films in uh, the year of 2023, earning the studio about $4.8 billion globally. Uh, those titles included Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, uh, Indiana Jones and the uh, Dial of Destiny, and The Little Mermaid, um, plus some others. Now, per Variety, the studio sent a, a memo blaming their fall from the top uh, spot on releasing uh, seven fewer movies than Universal did last year, <laughs> which they used as an excuse course for the uh, eight million dollar revenue gap um that the publication noted that that uh this year this past year was also the first time disney didn't have one of the top three movies and the first time since 2013 uh of course excluding 2020 and 2021 for pandemic years that the studio didn't have a film that grossed one billion dollars uh warner brothers came in um uh, third, with their Barbie movie, uh, Universal Studios, of course, um, did really well with their $1.3 billion, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, Universal Oppenheimer did almost a billion dollars. So, uh, you know, what you're seeing here is just movies that nobody wants to see here. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was their best one, according to Disney. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania, and the Marvels and Haunted Mansion were others that, like, like I say, nobody watched, right? Uh, other studios uh, in the top five were Warner, Warner Brothers, as I said, with Barbie, uh, The Nun 2, Wonka. Uh, Sony took fourth place with Spider-Man movie, uh, the um, Equalizer 3, Napoleon, that type of thing. Um, and Paramount made the top five with uh, $2.06 billion in, in releases with uh, Mission Impossible, um, the Dungeons and Dragons, um, uh, Honor Among Thieves, and Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. And as I've said before, uh, and, and I'll say it again, go woke, go broke. And that has proved itself out again. And you, you may, you know, you may have a different take on. It. I would love to hear from you on what is bringing Disney down. Uh, you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Organized Communications.